Hey everybody and welcome to the Wellness That Works podcast. Hi Lily. Hi Sam, how are you doing? I'm okay, how are you? I'm okay. You People can't see but you can see that I'm in a new place so I'm very you happy. Are. It looks it's so bizarre happened. seeing you with a, one, a window next to you. <laughs> light. <laughs> with light. <laughs> and um, some very... Um, What's the word? Um, funky. Funky wallpaper <laughs> behind you. Yes. So I'm assuming you didn't decorate before you moved in. No, it's all to come, but very exciting and, and feeling in a much better environment. So hopefully my mindset and everything will follow. How it are you doing be... today? Oh, well, I'm okay. I was just about to say, it must be amazing just being in a different place, having spent so long yeah. in your flat. No, it's really nice. <laughs> oh, look, you can't stop smiling. Um, I'm having a little bit of a stressful day, oh, if no. I'm honest. Yeah, I've had um, I've had to go and pick my child up from school because someone um, potentially has COVID in the class. So can't be helped, but no. could do without that. <laughs> um, wow. Couldn't we all? Yes, um, it sounds quite common at the moment as well. So yeah, I think it is. It seems everyone's to be... okay listening. It's off in in uh, primary schools but um yeah so well, well you need just... you need some cheering up some yeah some well one i'd just like to say first of all i hope whoever has it is is, is um <laughs> doesn't get it too bad um but yes i do need cheering up so uh today we have a guest we do and i'm sure um she will be full of inspiration and fun chats. Um, we've already had Nat and we've had Josh and now we'd love to introduce our new Digital 360 coach, Nancy. Hi, Nancy. Hi, Sam. Hi, Lily. Thank you for having me today. So lovely to have you. And you've got such, I keep saying this to people, but you've got such a lovely, relaxing voice. So oh, hopefully you. you're going to calm I need Sam it today. down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How have you been? How's your day gone? My day has been, it started off very well, actually. Um, I started off with an hour's walk to school, um, but it's usually really therapeutic and enjoyable, but I was in pain because I did a really hard workout yesterday. So my legs felt like jelly the whole time and I was walking like a drunkard a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) What were you doing? What was your workout? Uh, Loads of weights, loads of squats, squat jumps. Ooh, all of that awful <laughs> <laughs> wow that sounds uh yeah hardcore anything that involves jumping gets a no from me anything <laughs> that involves weights gets a no much. from me <laughs> <laughs> so clearly um yeah you, you've obviously um for people that don't know you joined the ww family how long has it been now good few months right yeah april i joined in april mid-april so Um, yeah yeah, so just over three months now nice and um for anyone that doesn't know nancy is one of our new coaches for our digital 360 membership so for anyone uh that doesn't know about it it's um all available on the website and i'm sure we'll touch on quite a lot of the elements of it on the podcast today uh but we just wanted this opportunity for our listeners to get to know you nancy how you got into wellness and you know what elements of your life fit in with ww and i think you know from the first time sam and i kind of saw you on instagram and and got to know you you are just like a woman of all trades you've got it all going on so 
I mean, food for starters, obviously that's kind of where one of your main passions lies. Where did that all start? Yes. That started from a very young age. I have always been quite a foodie. I love food. I love experimenting with food. I love tasting foods from different cultures and countries and um, foods that are in different seasons. Everything about food I've, I've always loved and that's where it began. So, for example, when I was at uni, I was pretty much the mum of everyone. Everyone used to come to my house for dinner. How my lucky friends... were they? <laughs> oh, they were super, super lucky. <laughs> <laughs> my friends would come to my door with, you know, they'll take all their last bits of shopping that they have in their fridge. And I remember one day a friend of mine appeared at my door and he said, Nancy, I have two things left in my fridge. I've got potatoes and eggs I'm sure you can make something with this what can you make please feed me and at that point I was like so I'm I'm really your mum aren't I and he's like well yeah my uni mum you are Um, (laughs) that that's how it was a lot for me at uni Uh, but yeah I've I've always just had a a huge passion in food Um, I love everything to do with food (laughs) have you got an earliest food memory like earliest something you used to love when you were a kid Yes. So when I was a kid, I was like my brother and my cousin's slave. So (laughs) it might sound crazy, but I used to love it. So my brother used to go out every Friday night with my cousins. We have a really big family. So they would go out. I think it was Equinox or something like that. Like one of these clubs from back in the day. They would go out and everyone used to come back and crash in my house because my parents were, you know, very liberal and relaxed. So I would wake up in the morning and there'll be about seven, eight guys all slumped in my living room, sleeping on different sofas and on the floor. And then my cousin Steve would always say, Nancy, are you going to make us some breakfast? And I'll be like, yeah, great. Because they used to give me all the praise and say, oh, Nancy's cooking is just so great. So I would I would go in the kitchen and I'll be making about eight guys a fry up. So I'll do the omelette, you know, do sausages, do everything for them, season up the beans nicely, do some grilled mushrooms, all of that. And this is when I was about 11 years old. What? Yeah. And they loved <laughs> they knew what they were doing, didn't they? They knew exactly what they were doing. But they used to give me like £1.20 each. <laughs> and back then, that was a lot of money. That's yeah. equivalent to about £10 back then. So, so I would get okay. about a pound, a pound twenty. If I was really lucky, I'd get a pound fifty. And that that was my Saturday sorted. Nice. Yeah, you didn't need a Saturday job. No paper round. <laughs> Just do breakfast. That's amazing. Just do breakfast for hungover teenagers. And I love the fact that you were so young and you were like spicing up the beans. Oh like, yes, adding absolutely. Well, you weren't adding chili at that point, were you? I was adding chili. I'm African, Sam. Yes, we love chili. We will have chili on toast if we could. We... <laughs> I love it too. Yeah, me too, actually. And I, I, I totally get, clearly from a young age, it, it's all about, I, and I feel the same, the recognition of your cooking. Like, I hate cooking just for me because, okay, it's it's nice for me to think, oh, you did a good meal there. But it's hearing it from other people that makes it so much better, isn't it? And yeah. I guess, is that kind of where your love for then sharing your recipes on social media and everything came from? Exactly. That's where it started from. It when with social media it did start off as just something oh let me just show people I have made I've made something really creative today Um, I started 
learning how to plate really nicely because I spent my whole time watching MasterChef, MasterChef Professionals, Saturday Kitchen, all the cooking shows. That's all I spent my time doing, watching cooking shows. So I started learning how to really make food look really pretty and restaurant styly. So I thought I'll start sharing that on Instagram. And that's where it started. And people started saying, oh, can you do some videos for us or do it um, while I don't know if there was live back then, but I could upload videos. So sometimes I'll upload a video and then people started asking for recipes. And I was like, fine, I'll put the recipes in the comments. And obviously that wasn't sustainable. And so I then built my own blog by myself. It took absolutely ages with loads of trial and errors, uh, failures, loads of failures along the way. But um, I managed to do it now. And now I just share, you know, I'll share my recipes on the blog, on Instagram, with stories, everything. And it brings me so much joy, especially when you see someone recreate your one of your recipes and they absolutely love it. Yeah, I bet. And you say it wasn't sustainable because basically you got so many followers. Yes. <laughs> that you couldn't keep up. Exactly. <laughs> well, I'm not surprised because the food looks absolutely amazing. Thank um, you. And obviously we, you know, saw you and thought, wow, our members would love this food. Um, yeah. And you are... Um, if you want to talk about your nutrition background, I don't want to talk for you, but yes. um, you you sort of are like our ideal match in a coach because <laughs> because of your background and your training. Yes, yes. So with this whole nutrition thing, it all began um, when I became pregnant with my first child. So I have always been a foodie, always sharing recipes. I was sharing loads of delicious, hearty recipes um, that you couldn't eat every day. They were mostly like party food, delicious burgers some fried chicken recipes, loads of rich Caribbean, African dishes that we all love, that we have at parties, that we have at barbecues. Um, and then after I fell pregnant, I became more health conscious. I said, I can't keep eating this food every day. I'm sure there are so much more that I should be eating because I remember the midwife saying, you know, are you are you taking um, your multivitamins? Are you taking vitamin K? And I, I thought to myself, why do I need to take these supplements? What can I do to eat these vitamins? And that's how it all began with my my study. So it just began out of really for me. Um, it, it was a burden for me to try and make sure I'm eating correctly so that I have a healthy pregnancy a healthy baby and one that won't need too much support at birth. Um, so it started with books, reading loads of books on nutrition, vitamins, different types of foods, um, listening to podcasts. And then I decided to take it, you know, another level and went on to go and study a uh, naturopathic nutrition postgraduate degree, which I never thought I would go back to studying after <laughs> doing four years in uni. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I started doing that and it, it's completely life changing. It made me so aware of different vegetables, different minerals, different nutrients that we would need and how it works in our bodies. And from there, now I don't, you know, my cooking has expanded so much. I cook with fruits and vegetables, um, fishes, ty- different types of meats that I had never, ever even heard of before. I I had never even used the radish prior to this before. I 
don't like, I didn't like beetroot. I absolutely hated beetroot because the only time I had beetroot was at primary school where they give you that overboiled beetroot and they put it on a salad and it smells really strong. Horrible. Um, <laughs> and there were loads of other vegetables that only now I have started to experiment with, like parsnips, using it as a mash, using it as chips, using it... Um, what what else have I done with parsnips? Mashed chips, even crisps. What haven't you done? Uh, yeah. What haven't I done? That's that's the thing. And before I had, I never never ever cooked with parsnips before, which sounds really bizarre. But I'm from an African um, culture where we are very carb heavy. Loads of African homes can have rice seven days a week. You would have rice and a protein with a different type of sauce, a curry, a stew. And that's that was the staple of our dishes. So some of these vegetables I had never even heard of before. Yeah. And only only through my studies and my research, I'd started this, to discover more about, you know, different types of vegetables and the nutrients they, they hold, you know, things like Swiss chard and kale, all of that. And it's it's been it's been so great. It's been such a great journey. Wow, that really is a journey, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. I could easily eat rice every day for every meal. <laughs> I, I, oh, I love it. It's my absolutely my favourite carb, well. I think. Yeah. But I think rice also, so growing up in a big family, <laughs> yeah. rice is good for big families, isn't it? Exactly. It's budget exactly. friendly. Yeah. It's like, it, it, it fills you up. It, exactly. Yeah, it can go round, like you can cook a lot of it cook a lot and I yeah I, so I'm I'm grown up in a house with this five of us five siblings there's me and my four brothers and then the add-ons that come over pretty much every <laughs> other day and my mum has to feed them my brother's mates my cousins they all pretty much I I lived with those guys in my house from Friday to Sunday <laughs> is it always boys that end up just like eating at everybody's houses I swear they don't like they also yeah. eat at their own houses yeah, they eat at their own houses and they'll eat at their mates' houses as well. Yeah. And you mentioned um, that you started your nutritional kind of studies after getting pregnant with your first child. And I think one of the things that um, not baffled all of us, but that we just were so amazed by with you is that you juggle all of this and you now have three children. Is that correct? So yes, I guess, yes. you know, to all the parents out there, how do you manage juggling motherhood, job you know and then keeping this healthy lifestyle because I know you're also very active with um, exercise as well aren't you yes I am yes I am for me I am a person that is not filled with pride at all I know when I need the help and so I have a very big family my family do help me a lot um, my husband my mum my dad my siblings but then a lot of the responsibility also lies on me so you need a lot of planning I plan as much as possible plan my meals so that I'm not too flustered because that is one thing where people get flustered the kids are home from school you know they're running around they're hungry screaming mummy mummy we want some food and you have to right there and then you've been working all day for example those of us who have been zooming during the pandemic you've been working all day and all of a sudden you have to feed these kids that have come home. What do you make? And I, I don't I don't have the time, uh, you know, to get flustered, to get all 
because my kids are already flustered. They're fighting each other about which ninja color they want to be. I want to be the green one and that wants to be the, the green one. And, you know, you've got two green ninjas that both want to be green and there's only one green ninja allowed. And so, you know, at that time, if I have a plan and I've got my ingredients out, I know this is going to take 15 minutes, which a lot of my meals take 15 to 30 minutes because the kids are running around. Um that's that's another thing that really helps. I'm working full time. My husband's working full time, but I still have to feed these kids. I need to make sure that their uniforms are done, that their homework is done. So just being very strategic uh, with my time, with my planning and management and also asking for help when I need to as well. Yeah, that you mentioned when the kids get home, they do. They just want to eat everything in sight. They're like locusts, everything. aren't they? So yeah. I sit here and I might be on a Zoom. And they'll go to the cupboards that they know they're not allowed to go to and get the food that they know they're not allowed to get and then just walk past me with a smile on their face because they know that I can't do anything about it. <laughs> and that's the bit where I feel guilty because I think, God, they eat so much rubbish when they when they come in from school, in between school and their dinner. So trying yeah. to keep them healthy is definitely, um, you know, difficult yeah. sometimes. So for us here, we have, we always have to have a fruit basket full every single day mm-hmm. um, because as soon as they come home the first question is what are we having for snacks mum yeah and I would you they don't like having fruit on on its own so sometimes I will give them some crackers and cheese and some fruit if you just give them fruit they'll say mummy this isn't a snack this is just fruit time yeah well then I have to add something snack, else to them yeah no it's not so it's either crackers and cheese or um, some toast with a bit of cheese on top or if they're lucky and I'm feeling good I'll add a bit of jam or hummus and then they'll have a side of fruit so that keeps them quiet I put that on the table for them while they do their homework and I make dinner All or right. warm dinner up and is it easy for you not to snack when they're snacking because obviously we know that talking to our members mm. and we know ourselves that it's really easy just if there's food around I'll probably just eat it and I actually forget that um I should probably put that you know point that and um and know where I am in the day (laughs) rather than snacking I I find it pretty easy because I know I have a million and one things to do while they're snacking (laughs) so making sure everything's ready um, for the next day that their homework is being done and that their food is cooked Um, because fun fact we don't have a microwave at home right so yes the majority of our foods uh needs to be cooked fresh yeah or if it's warmed up it needs to be warmed up properly um mm-hmm. so on the hob in a pan on a pot um but the majority of the time they cook they cook from fresh mm-hmm. that's really good you sound like really you sound so healthy organized (laughs) healthy yeah and do you let go a bit of the weekends or do you you know what's your sort of structure with food do you have do you have one I know you plan so yeah that's his key last night um I wasn't hungry because I went out for lunch uh, with a friend and I had a lamb shank with mashed potatoes and I haven't had a lamb shank in years yum and I was so full up from my two o'clock lunch right that when it came time to dinner for dinner I couldn't eat so I made what did I make for dinner yesterday I made the boys um, a stir fry with some whole wheat noodles some chicken carrots all the veg everything in there Mm -hmm. and I couldn't eat now I've I've put them back I've put them to sleep my one-year-old who is uh, such a 
it's it's a bit of a struggle with him at the moment. So he go he went down for bed at eight, and I stayed in his bed until ten. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't let me go. So I get out of bed at ten, and guess what? At ten o'clock, I'm starving. You're hungry. I'm yeah. absolutely starving. Um, I tend to not keep chocolate in the house. But last week I had a dinner party where I baked and I had some chocolate left over, just some milk, Belgian milk chocolates. I went downstairs and I had half a pack of that. <laughs> and I said, you know what, let, let me just finish it so it's not there anymore. So it's not there anymore. That's what I do. That is the logic, I need to, I need to yeah. pack I need it a biscuit so it's not there anymore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's gone now and I can't have another one. <laughs> until the next time <laughs> until next time so um yeah but in terms of the family yes we have even when we do let loose we try to make it as healthy as possible um like on Fridays we have our Friday wings and the wings are always baked uh, not fried um nine times out of ten I made them at home and they're not takeouts on Saturdays, they have their pizza pizza day after football. And usually if the sun is out, we're out, then we would eat out as well. And when we eat out, you have to have the starters main course and dessert because <laughs> I can't leave a restaurant without having dessert. I mean, I'm treating myself. Experience. Yes, Especially exactly. now. I mean, we haven't been out for so long. Yep. So I need, I'll rather skip starters and have a mains and a dessert. Ah, which way yes. round are you, Lily? Hmm. Depends on what's what the options are. See, I'll always like, go starter main. I think I do normally go dessert. To be fair, but yeah, it depends what what they've got on the menu. But I I have to have two courses. I I'm the same in that if you're there for the experience, you need to experience more than one dish. Yeah. I think like to get something out of it, and I think you know the livability of WW does allow that. You know, you can manage it around and. Um, you know, have a smaller lunch if you know you're going out for dinner and things like that. Like you said, you were exactly. you were full in the evening because you knew you know you'd been out at lunch. So mm-hmm. it, it's definitely doable. So you're obviously me and Sam are I can tell her in awe of how organised you are and all the great <laughs> advice you've got, which is why you've become one of our D three sixty coaches. So in the few months that you've been a part of that, what? What have you kind of learned about WW and and the community that you've got on D360? I have learned so much. It has been such an eye-opening experience. Um, Prior to joining WW, I had only known of the Weight Watchers from back in the day, seen the adverts, seen their products, and that's all I knew. I didn't know how they had completely transitioned and incorporated so much more aspects of holistic health um, in their program. So that was what really attracted me to joining um, the D360 because um, from studying nutrition, I know that it's not just about food. It's about our mindset. It's about how we sleep. It's about how we're moving as well. All of this is intertwined. We are we are a full 360 person. So we're not just about what we're eating. We have to be very mindful Um, And it shows with studies and science how your brain and your gut work together, you know, so if you're, you know, really stressed out or depressed, it will it will affect the way your food is digested. It will affect the way your um, the food that you have digested if it can actually extract any of the vitamins and minerals so you can be extremely depressed 
eating the best diet ever and be malnourished. And that is scary. So when I, I saw um, that, you know, the D360, the WW program incorporated everything, I said, this is where I need to be because it aligns with what I believe in. I can learn a lot more. We have the science team who um, teach us and give us information on these different areas. Yes, I know about nutrition. Do I know a lot more about the mindset? No. Have I studied sleep? No. And this is where I'm, I'm learning every day as well. And that's what really, you know, is completely mind blowing. Yeah, our science team are absolutely amazing. They are literally at the cutting edge of everything well-being and weight loss so um i can i can sort of see why you feel so privileged i suppose to to work so um closely with them um they really are amazing and it's the reason why we we um value and feel so strongly about the the ww program because it does work and it's like you say if you're not in the right mindset you're not going to you're not necessarily going to choose the healthiest options either Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I know what I'm like if I'm tired and I'm feeling a bit low, I, I'm probably not going to go and cook the, the best thing. I'm probably going to go and get a takeaway or, you know, delivery or whatever. Um, yes. so yeah, it's, it is also closely linked and sleep as, as we like to talk about every now and then, um, also as well can uh, affect your mindset. So yeah, really, really interesting. And um, I can see why, absolutely why you were attracted to the brand. I suppose, does it, I suppose it allows you to reach more people as well with, with your coaching? Absolutely. Um, so I find so much joy in helping people, in helping women like me, women who have had children, men who perhaps have children or are struggling with trying to find um, the right balance in terms of food and with me by myself my platform yes is great yes I give enough info you know good information out there but with WW you guys have the infrastructure you have the technology um, they're available for me to optimize my expertise and even learn what I'm doing now so I'm I'm not just using what I have I'm learning what I'm gaining from um, the science team from all of the other professionals, the nutritionists on, on the, um, on the platform as well. And, you know, from there, it helps me fulfill, you know, my passion in helping people and giving them the advice and even sharing my experience because I've had, I've had a bit of a roller coaster um, journey with my own weight from doing fad diets that celebrities have so-called done that help mm-hmm. them go from a size 14 to a size six in two weeks. So, <laughs> I mean, I've done crazy things like that. I know the effects of it and I know how hard it is to, to lose weight. I know how, how it is when you are usually slim and you put on weight. It could be from stress. It could be you've just had a child. I've gone through that process three times where, mm-hmm. you know, I've gone big and small, big and small. Um, my stomach has stretched. I've had injuries. I have so much that I can share and share my experiences and just how I overcame them. So when I see mm-hmm. um, people struggling in these areas, I'm like, you know what? You are in the right place because I am here to help you, not only with what I know, but what That's I nice. have gone through as well. Yeah. And we have teams within D360. So your team, the people that follow you, I suppose we've talked about it before. We sort of liken it to sort of, 
Instagram, I suppose, where people follow you, they follow you for your recipes, for your advice. You do live um, live events where you will do a cook-along and people can watch or they can cook along with you. Um, so do you find that your team and all the members within it are really supportive of each other as well? Absolutely. The teams, the members, the community in general, I never expected it to be how it is. Um, that is what is so it, it's, it's, I'm just in awe when I when I joined because I, I saw how supportive the teams um, the whole community were with each other, how they've made up sub communities within their own communities to help mm-hmm. like the nurses community who talk about, hey, guys, you know, we know what it's like. We've just finished. We know what it's like to have a Long 12 shift. hour shift and, yeah. and come home and they bond in their own area with what they have. Then we have the mums like me who Talk, may talk about the struggles of breastfeeding and how hungry you get constantly. And um, I've, I've had several mums talk about having lack of sleep, which I'm going through right now with my one-year-old who's not sleeping very well. And then, you know, like I said yesterday, I got out of bed at 10 o'clock and I'm starving. But if I wasn't with him, I would have probably put myself to sleep by mm-hmm. about nine and been asleep by 10. Yeah. But I was... Just life stage, I was, isn't it? I was there patting him on the back literally for about two hours. <laughs> yeah. So we all understand our struggles. We're all there to support each other. I'm there to give them all, you know, experiences, advice, and, and as well as technical coaching that will help them. So That's that fantastic. is what is really great about the communities. Wow. I'm sure you're an amazing coach to your to your communities thank you oh I love them I love them all they're they're so amazing yeah and I think you know obviously I've been following you on on Instagram and on d360 and it's just so nice I think to have that relatability for people you know whether you are a busy mom or you're in an office all day there's always going to be someone else there that can give you advice and give you support within ww which is great and I think what I've loved seeing on on your feeds is you show so much livability around the program in terms of, you know, you are out for dinner a, l- a lot of weekends. You're always with the family. It can be, um, you know, a sociable event to eat with people. And I think a lot of people now that summer is hopefully here um, and um, restrictions are hopefully easing, there, there's a little bit of, you know, uncertainty and maybe worry about being in those social environments again and and seeing people but hopefully things like food you know will bring people together again which is lovely and food always brings people together it brings us together that's why we're here (laughs) (laughs) oh Oh, thanks for being with us today oh it's been an absolute pleasure anytime invite me back i'll come back running (laughs) can you let's do one in person next time and you can bring food I will yes. bring food. I love feeding people, so don't tell me that. I'll turn up with like don't two tell me bags that. worth I'll of food. I'll move in with you. Yeah, we need you in the office permanently. <laughs> and um, yeah, it's been so lovely to hear all about you, Nancy. And I think you know you're a real key part of the team now. And yeah, um, for anyone that does want more information about Digital Three Sixty membership, check our website. And um, if you want to follow Nancy on social, where can they find you? So I am available on Fit Soul Kitchen. That is all one word. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook. And on Connect, you can find me under Coach Nancy O, all one word. Amazing. Brilliant. Yeah, go go there for some food inspo immediately, everyone. Yeah. 
But no, thank you so much. Thanks to everyone listening. Um, we hope you all have a lovely week and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye.